0: This is a podcast. It's been a while since we've podcasted. It has been a while. We had high hopes of podcasting on a road trip. Let's talk about that. Okay. What happened? Um, we went on a road trip. Yes. Why did we not podcast as intended? I guess my explanation would be that the time never really... Uh, yeah, I, a, a great time never presented itself. Right. I think that's I think that's exactly what it is. Like we 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 were busy all day every day. I guess and maybe busy was playing games or right. just hanging out and whatnot. But you know we were we were doing things. It wasn't there was no clubbing. Yeah, banging those Thai boys. Um, <laughs> there was no like oh let's podcast now. The, I'm disappointed though I, because I, I thought we could do one in the car and yeah. I thought that would be cool. Like it never yeah. on the road trip. But yeah. I, then again, there was never like... I think there was the th- initial excitement on the first right. day, so we didn't really do it then. Yeah. On the last day, where we were super tired. Right. So, and me... And, like, usually in a long car ride, there's that kind of, like, part where everyone's not... No one's talking, right? right? You're not usually talking for four hours or whatever. And that would have been a good, like, hey, let's do a podcast now. But we didn't really have that. Yeah. Or if we did, yeah, we were tired and right. we didn't want to be doing it. Um, oh, well, next year's road trip. There you go. <laughs> this fall... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a time when we could have done it would have been when Phil and Alex played golf that first time and right. you and I it was just the two of us true but you really wanted to screw <laughs> well so, it's what I'm good at um, yeah I mean I enjoyed what we did we just like hung out and like smoked a cigar and had a drink made love Mm-hmm. not war um, and that was nice yeah and I was surprised. Pandemic at uh, the golf course. I was surprised that we were allowed to smoke on that patio yeah. of that of that chips and salsa place. Yeah, but it was glad. They were like, "It's crazy windy as hell. It won't matter anyway." Yeah. From it. But yeah, yeah, that was nice. Um, Sorry about your planter boxes that we dumped ash into. filled in. the plants. I, I I think I've heard that ash can actually be good for plants. Tobacco is a, a plant, exactly. Yeah, it's so compost. The- well, like, you know how they burn crops? Yeah. And, like, that, then they till that ash back into the soil to, like, give it nutrients again? Oh, they don't just burn them for spite? <laughs> no. Up yours, farmers. <laughs> They're like, we have too much in America. We're going to do this as an F you to the other nations that are poor and starving. Yeah.
1: I like that. Sounds it. all right.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyways, we didn't podcast on the road trip. So we're podcasting now. Yeah. So some of the things that we're talking about might be like, I actually had a thing that I was going to talk about where I was going to talk about when I voted, hmm. but now that's like at least a month old. Not right? quite a month Not old. Not quite a month, but yeah. yeah. I guess I can just say it right now. You voted in person or I voted in person. By mail. Good for you. you Thank too. Thank you. It's just right down the street. Well, it's right down the street from everyone, but still yeah. like, you know, all the people. Doing well, I was talking mail. about you too, so. Oh. <laughs> um, I enjoy the like, ritual of it. Of, you know, going to the school and signing the book. So you do and it. Doing you do, oh, do it. Yeah, okay, definitely. I, you're, Why would you want to mail it in? Well, your tone made me feel like you, you're you like, oh, you do that. Or, you know, like, that, that. that's interesting that I do it, that I wouldn't do it, you know. No, I'm know. just surprised because I feel like everyone else I talk to is like, oh, yeah, I mailed my ballad in a week ago. Yeah, it, it feels like, What's I, the feel, point? I, I feel like they, they get the mailed ones and they're just like, eh, throw it away. I kind of feel that, too. Yeah. That's also why I used to really like going in the morning to do it. Because I thought, if you go, like, after work, you know, like, 5 p.m., they've already got so much. Like, they're not right. going to count yours or whatever. Um, so, Zach and Jill went to the same place I did, obviously. It was across the street. Is it someone's house? Or is no, it- it's, at that, it's at the church. Uh, Where you on, got married? No. Oh. The one down the street. The one with the stained glass windows. The one on H by the hospital. Oh, the one with, like, the round brick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, they actually, they took Micah and, like, let Micah, uh, did you hear about this? I saw it, they made the news. Yeah, yeah. they made, like, a, the national, like, AP Newswire or something, like, had a picture yeah. of Micah, like, putting did the Did she thing... know the photographer or something? like? Uh-huh. It was just totally random. Totally random. Like, does there happen to be a yeah AP guy or whatever? Well, it there. was. Um, I don't know if it was a local news photographer and it just got picked up nationally or how mm-hmm. that works. But voter fraud, like right there, you know. Yeah, having right. someone else. He's not eighteen. Totally not. Um, but that's cool. Like, that's something I'm sure they'll keep and show him when he's mm-hmm. older or whatever. Anyway, so when I went there, um, I go in. I I'm say, oh, this is my name, and here's my ID, and everything. They didn't yeah. take your picture. No. Um, and so we live in East Sac, which is, you know, an upper middle class neighborhood and, but it's a very liberal Mm -hmm. area. And so they're like, when they go to my name, I'm registered as a Republican, which is something that I did a long time ago and just Mm -hmm. never got around to changing. Um, because my views line up much more with Democrat than Republican. Um, and so they're like. Ugh, Republican, like they were really kind of bitchy about it, and I didn't really care. It oh, yeah. was like he's the one. I didn't really care because it's not really my viewpoint, right? But I was like, that's kind of inappropriate well, to I, have that really obvious response. Well, don't you think it's sort of like private? And and I I've seen that. Well, too, they, had they had to check me in the appropriate one. Right. Because but so the guy checking in. you in, like calls it out to the next guy in the line, like, okay, we need a Republican one, we well, right. need a Democrat one, well, you know. This guy's a sexual predator, he <laughs> yeah. needs a special, you know. We need a Green Party, this one's not going to count. Yeah. Like, just give <laughs> him a scrap of paper. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like there it should be a code, like we need a blue or a red one or something, you know. Right. I mean, I, th- I thought that was sort of a personal thing that you played close to the vest. Well, because they do make a big deal about stuff, like, So there were certain of the windows to go to, and then there were some, like, over to the side. And I started walking to the side because the other ones were full. And there's all these ones on the other side that aren't full. Oh, no, sir, you can't go over there. Oh, I'm going to go to this other place and somehow fill out my ballot incorrectly that's going to invalidate all these results. Like, you know? On one hand, like you said, they're just flippant about saying, you know, whatever. This person's affiliation. But then on the other hand, it's like... Now, did you really have to show your ID? Because I never have. I don't know if I did and or not, that actually. shocks me. Yeah. Like, I could just, you know, go go to your mailbox and, and grab an envelope before you get home from work, and go, okay, Joe Fossum, and then walk to your polling place and be like, hi, I'm Joe Fossum. And they go, yeah. oh, yeah, you are. You haven't been here yet. Go ahead. Right. Like, it shocks me that you don't have to show ID. I, I actually don't remember if I did or not. I bet you didn't. Maybe not. Or my polling place for the last few years is just lazy or what, Maybe. but... Yeah. Yeah, but anyway... They, they're they kind of dicks about it. And, you know... Does it make you want to re-register? I thought like that's letting them win. Mm. I mean, I kind of do want to re- re-register because that's, you, know, you know, my affiliation, but... Do you get know. phone calls? Like, Rachel's also registered as Republican, mm-hmm. even though she's not, like, an asshole. Um, but she'll get called. Like, she got a call a couple nights ago from, you know, Republican Party or committee or whatever, and I guess they, they were like we're doing a survey, and if the election was held today, like, who would you vote for for president? And she's like, I would vote for President Obama or something. And I just love, like, picturing the Republican community being like, uh, what? Come on. Like, I vote for Mitt Romney? Come on. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Okay. Who would vote for Mitt Romney? Mormons? Right. Which apparently there are a lot of. Yeah. We'll see how many there are come November. Um, If they can defeat Prop 8, they can do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not like California is going to become, there's no way California is going to vote for Romney. No. Well, I would hope not. No. But how does Iowa vote in favor of gay marriage and liberal California with San Francisco and West Hollywood in its borders? Doesn't. It's a good question. Yeah. It's a great question. It'd be very interesting to see. Yeah. Come on, California. But when, when is, the boat. When is the last time California, probably got to be Reagan, right? I'm sure, they, I mean, Reagan was a California governor. Maybe I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think that anyone who's considering voting for Mitt Romney should listen to the soundtrack of Book of Mormon first. Mm. I have not listened to that. You should. Mm. Apparently, Mormons think that Jesus gives people planets when they die or something. I've heard about that. So, and that's why you have all the wives like populate your planets or something. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. If people thought Kennedy was going to be bad because he was Catholic, like right. This they is like batshit. They did have a pretty cool cathedral in La Jolla. Yeah, what? They do everywhere. Yeah. A little gaudy. Yeah. It's kind of never-ending story-ish, though, which I liked. Yeah. You know. But is, aren't they like, no I mean, one can go in It is La Jolla. Like, it's like La Jolla is... Are there a lot of Mormons in La Jolla? I don't know. But, I mean, if there's a place to be gaudy, La Jolla is one of those places. It's a pretty ritzy True. city. It's not like it's, you know, some... I don't know. It's like it's Ocean Beach. (laughs) It's not Chula Vista? No. Okay, um, so downstairs before we started, we were talking a little bit about the show Louie, which is on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Great, because I don't know who that is. That's kind of surprising. So he's someone who kind of grew to fame by being, like, on Letterman and stuff like that. Um, Comedian, he's self-deprecating... And, um... Has he been in anything that I would have seen? Like, is he in any movies or anything? Not as a big role. I mean, he was in... Did you see The Invention of Lying? Nope. Okay. Um... Maybe. With Ricky Gervais, where he's the only person who can lie, and everyone else has to tell the truth. I might have. I don't remember. There's a scene where he's... Where Ricky Gervais is in, um... A bar... And there's Louis C.K. as, like, his friend in the bar, and then the other guy is the bartender, and that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And he asks him, like, what would you do if you, you know, if you could do anything? Mm-hmm. And the first thing they say is, like, see boobs or something like that. And so he goes and tries to do that. Anyway, so. I feel like minority. I might have seen it. I don't know. I have a weird love-hate Ricky Gervais. Yeah, me. I do, too. I enjoy him, but then he annoys me. Yeah. He's actually in an, uh, an episode or two of the show. So anyway, um, the way this kind of began is Amanda went down to Los Angeles for a design convention. And she was planning on driving down Saturday. That's what she told you. Planning on driving down Saturday, coming back up Sunday. Mm -hmm. But then her parents were down there in Newport and staying at these timeshares. So she just stayed down with them until Wednesday. So I'm like by myself. So I was like, yeah, let's check this show out. So there's been two seasons. The third season actually started last night. Did you watch two seasons of a show? I watched two seasons of the show in about two days. Wow. Well, each season was about 12 episodes, and cut down, they're only about 20, 22 minutes. Still. So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, like, by myself. I got nothing to do, so. I guess that left you plenty of view porn time, (laughs) too. (laughs) Um, It would have been an hour show. No way. Exactly. Um, But anyway, so I watched both seasons, and it was really good. And I really like, his, his comedy is funny, he can be crass, and he's, so he's... What what channel is the show on? FX. Okay. And, um... So is it still, like, bleeped or some the things, or... It's weird. There's parts of it that are bleeped, but because it comes on late at night, they say a lot of profanity that gets through. I've noticed that with, like, I guess, basic cable? Yeah. They so say they're like, saying shit, shit it, yeah. but when he calls someone the C-word, that right. gets bleeped. And there's an episode where he calls a girl C-word, and her mom a C-word, like, multiple times, which is actually... You'd really like that scene. I would. Um, he's like... <laughs> I enjoy the c he, word. He's, he's on stage... So it's, like, semi-autobiographical. Mm-hmm. He plays a character named Louis, and he's a comedian, he's recently divorced, but he's got two daughters. And it's interesting because he comes across sometimes as kind of a crude a-hole on the stage... But he's actually like a really good, caring dad, and he's he's uncomfortable with this new life of like being a single guy and trying to, you know. Uh, but for the single guy dad. part, it sounds like it could be a role model for me. Yeah, someone who comes across um, as an ass but as a caring dad. Yeah. Um, and so, do you know Nick DiPaolo? Does that name sound familiar? The comedian. The name sounds. Familiar. He's like very kind of New Yorkish accent. Kind of sounds like uh, cousin Sal you might recognize him if you saw him he, he's like one of his friends that's on the show so, too. Um, so so there's like the first episode it it, it has his stand up and then it has a like usually every episode has two different like vignettes kind of mm-hmm. um and so the first one is like are they related to like the plot no it's different. not like hey it's all gonna come back full circle it doesn't even do or it's that not like it. a a 30 rock cutaway thing or anything no. Okay. No. Um. So he in the first one, like he's take he's going with his daughter on a field trip, and the bus driver's like doesn't know anything about. It. He's like, "Where are we going? How do I get there?" Kind of stuff. And and the second one, he goes on this date with this this blind date with this girl, and it, he's like super awkward and uncomfortable, and it's really funny. And um, but like, there's weird things too that are unexpected. Like at the end of the episode. He like thinks he finally has this opening for a move and he goes to kiss her and then she like runs away and she gets into a helicopter and flies away. <laughs> and that's just how the episode nice. ends. It's random. Um but So some absurdist comedy. Sometimes Which absurdist, I enjoy. yeah. Um like at the end of the bus episode, they they break down in Harlem. And so the first thing he does is he has all the white kids and black kids move so that the black kids are by the windows. So they don't get messed <laughs> with. <laughs> nice. Um but They get stuck there, and he's, like... The way he deals with the situation is he calls limos over, and he has a limo take each of the kids home. Mm. So it's just kind of... Especially in that first episode, it, like, ends both of the vignettes in kind of very strange ways. And there's times when, like, something that happens in an episode, it doesn't, like... I guess Seinfeld's sometimes that way, where it's, like, we're just kind of dropping that, and in the next episode, it's like it never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... What really hooked me for it is, as the seasons go on, there's really surprising things that happen, really, like, dramatic and poignant things interspliced with the funny comedian stuff. Like, um, in, I believe, the second season, he goes on a USO tour with, like, these cheerleaders and this country singer, and, you know, they're they're talking to these guys who are entrenched in Afghanistan or whatever, and, um his his daughter, like, act, uh, packed a little duck, little, like, baby duck that they had to watch in his bag. Like, living baby Living. There? So okay. it's still alive, and he's out in Afghanistan. Yeah. And so there's the scene where they're in a helicopter, and it crashes, and, like, these natives come, and it's really tense, and there's, like, you're like, oh, my God, is there a violence going to happen everything? It's not jokey. Do you really think there's going to be violence? Well, not a comedy? No. Okay, okay. It's, yeah, yeah. But, um... But the little duck, like, pops out, and it kind of, like, diffuses the whole situation. And there's, you know, there's just, there's dramatic moments, like, he he really likes this woman, and she's kind of like, we're just friends, but he really, like, pours out his heart to her at certain times, and there's an episode where all the, these are, all his comedian friends are playing poker, and one of the comedians is gay, and so they're making cracking gay jokes and all this stuff, and, and the gay guy, um... He he's ta- they, they're talking about when he uses the term faggot on mm. in in a stand-up. and the gay guy kind of tells where that word came from and what it really means, and it's kind of like, so it's like the second or third episode of the of the series, and it's like it kind of like pulls you back a little bit. It's like it's kind of a serious moment, yeah. and and like informative, and yet. You know, it's joking and then at the end the guy's like, alright, you've got you know, kind of thing. Like, you know, it's it brings it back into that. But it's got it's got levels and it's it's unexpected. It sounds interesting. It is. It's and as with all the shows that you tell me about, it sounds like something I would enjoy watching. <laughs> I need to put it on my list. Yeah. My Sunday list with Breaking Bad and and whatever else you've sold yeah. me on. Um and it... it with with the, the new episodes that are now starting, it's like, okay, in two days I watched 25 episodes with the commercials taken out because they're all, you know, just cuts, cuts, cuts. Right. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to get one episode a week and I'm going to have to sit through commercials and, you know, I mean, it's first world problems. Is it something that I, like, should I start watching it? Would I, or would I, I think like, you could start. Would I, you know... You would benefit from watching the first two seasons. But it's not like a serial drama. No, but there's some things like... Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could watch an episode by itself and be entertained. Like, I started watching Glee in like the third year or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm married as a kid, so... In my mind, it's kind of tragic that there are these shows like Breaking Bad that you've never seen, Mm -hmm. and yet you watch Glee. Yeah. Like, when you think of your television allotment, right. you're like, this is what I want to put as opposed to this. I know. I know. Okay. So, Louie, check it out. You're, uh, the third season has already started or is it about to start? It just started yesterday. That was the first episode of the Do they season. rerun them like I could find Probably. it? Probably. Okay. Maybe I will check it out. It's possible that they'll even air old episodes. I don't know. What? Although like they would have to do it in the evening for them to still be able to use the profanity. Oh, well. Right. Um, are there like plots that run through multiples? Or are they stand um, alone like a Seinfeld where you can watch any Seinfeld. Yeah, but now? It's kind of it's kind of a mixture of Seinfeld and Curb a little bit. Well, because Curb kind of has an arc, right? He's no, yeah, to okay. Seinfeld where you right. Right together. He's have you're right. It doesn't have an arc like that. Okay, but there are certain things like that woman that he's attracted to. Like he meets her in the first couple of episodes, and there are some episodes she's not even in at all. But there's other episodes where they're it like, it. they hang out. They each have a kid in the same class. With Seinfeld, I feel like you could watch episode three, and then episode twenty, and then episode fourteen, and you wouldn't be like, I don't know what's going on. Is I it, think that's true. Okay. I mean, there's, like... So the, you could pick it up The USO one and... is, it like, a two-part episode, so if you just watch well, the second one and not the first one, it'd be right, confusing. Right, right, right. But besides but, that, I think mm-hmm. you could jump in... Like, you could jump in and watch the second episode or third episode okay. and be fine. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will, well, Lois. There you go. Maybe I will. Um, so maybe Rachel... Do you guys have an instant cue? No. You don't. Okay, that's too bad. Because that would make it really easy. Yeah. And if Rachel watched it, that would maybe help in terms of you watching it. Like, if you know, she was home it's Like, she just sat home and watched it. Does she not watch television during the day when she's at home? I don't know. She might not. She claims she's busy rearing the child or whatever, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I was at home rearing a child by myself. There would no, be some television no, watching. No, no, <laughs> What? I thought you meant, like, in a Chris Hansen way. No. No, not at all. No. Okay. Um... We're gonna play some in and in or out. Ooh, I enjoy in, in or out. out. Am I in or am I out on in? certain? Yes, well, got four things. Phenomena. Um, sure. Here's the first one. Okay, Obamacare. I'm in. It's actually a timely topic. It's not something that happened yes. a month ago. This wasn't planned for the road trip podcast. No, it was not. I'm in. Explain. Uh, well, I think that people should have health care. Uh, but mainly because I think that my next uh, job is going to be on a project in that field. Oh, really? I think it's funded by Obamacare. So Ooh, okay. I am glad. It's something that I think California said they were going to do anyway, even if the law was struck down. But I'm glad that it's staying federally funded because it means employment for me. I think Sarah's job is heavily involved in Obamacare as well. She posted something on Facebook that was like reviewing health exchange plans or something. I was like, oh. I mm-hmm. think my company may have submitted one of those plans, yeah. so... Um, I'm for it. I mean, I'm for it in the, like, the moral sense That's, that's like my big thing, great, too, country, is, but, right. I'm, but I'm also, like, personally, you know, right. rested somewhat. I think I'm probably more morally than personally, because I don't know how much it's going to affect me personally. I don't think it'll affect you at all, right? Yeah. I mean, you have health care through your job. I do job. have health care already. The part that does seem odd is, are the, like, fines if you don't have health care. Like, I, I think it's good that... that Everyone should, you know, have it. But it seems it seems odd for them, the government, to be like, you don't have health care? Like, you owe us $600. Because probably the reason you don't have health care is you can't afford it. But the, I think the idea behind that is, okay, if we're going to hit you with a fine, why don't you just pay for health care instead? Right. And then, you know, you're paying maybe this, not necessarily the exact same amount of money, but, yeah. you know. I'm all for it. I mean, it's... It, there, you have to have insurance for driving your car. Yeah. And you could choose to not have insurance, but then if you get a fine for not having insurance, like, that's going to screw you up, so, too, so. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the same thing. But, but I always feel like the, the concern is that, you know, you crash your car into my car and you don't have insurance to, like, pay for the damage to me, whereas, like, healthcare... If I don't have healthcare and I'm a chain smoker and I get sick, like, oh, well, it's on me. But then the state ends up, like, paying for your... Well, care. that's kind of how it is with healthcare, yeah, healthcare too, right? right? Like, the idea is healthcare, should de- healthcare costs should decrease because they're not having to pay for all these uninsured people anymore. Right. Hopefully. That's the, that's the concept behind it. Um, I, yeah, think, I, don't, I don't think it'll affect me personally at all. I think it'll affect me personally do so. it, down the road... Be, potentially, because they extended the parental thing? you know that oh. part? Where it's to the 26 now? I think it's already that, though. I thought it was like 22. It, when we were young, it used to be, but I thought it was already at 26 years. I don't know why they would say that, then, if it wasn't... Because yeah. that seems like a, a, maybe, a, a... Maybe that's California, maybe. And maybe now nationally it is, or something. I like the pre-existing condition thing. I think that's big for a lot of people, because they can't you know, it's big for me and my elephantitis. <laughs> of the ovaries. Yeah. Um, I, I like. Maybe. I also like that the pre-existing conditions exclude tobacco use. Mm. I think that's kind of like a FU to tobacco users. Yeah. Since I've never used tobacco, I can say. What? It. I'm just joking. Okay, so we're both in on a... Like, have you ever smoked a cigarette? I've never smoked a cigarette. Okay. Because that's why I, I wasn't thinking like cigars for some reason with tobacco. I think. Like I didn't smoke my pipe the other day. Well, there you go. Tobacco, Tobacco user. Yeah. Pre-existing conditioner. I have many pre-existing conditions. Okay. Uh, next. Chronic menstruation. <laughs> Indeed. Four times a month. It's ridiculous. Uh, total limit. So re- you bleed marijuana. <laughs> the new Total Recall. Um, in or out? I think I'm out on this. And I have to admit, I have not... I'm There's sh- a new preview out. I'm sure as a kid I watched it, but I can't remember actually watching Total Recall start to finish. Really? I can remember, like, the. When he's on Mars and there's no air, and the chick with three tits, and the two weeks, and the get ready for a surprise, and the nose probe. I mean, I can remember, like, flashes. Remember Sharon Stone? Vaguely. I mm. more remember Rachel Tickleton. Mm. Love me some Rachel Tickleton. <laughs> if that's her name. Um, but I don't really remember it. And I'm out because I I don't know why any movie made in my lifetime needs to be remade. Like, mm. I get. Planet of the Apes, we're going to remake it because, you know, it's been 50 years or whatever and the, the special effects are better now or we're going to remake. Well, aren't the special effects better than they were in 1987 well, or whatever? Yes, I guess, but, you know. 90, 91. It just feels like such a cop-out. It's been tw- over 20 years. Is that not enough time? No. Like, what about Tron? Do you feel like Tron was unnecessary? Well, Tr- that was pretty crappy, graphics. Tron was especially crappy, though. I don't think Total Recall graphics are, are special effects. I mean I believe that chick had three tits. <laughs> I don't think the Quato, graphics, you're impressed with the Quato? I don't think uh, the graphics were that shitty necessarily okay. is the thing. I mean yeah, like when you look at the old Flash of the Titans. The sixties Star Trek it. show and it's like you almost see the guy's hand holding the model ship right. flying on the black sheet. You know, right. yes, okay, redo that. But I don't I don't feel like it was you know, and Tron was very yeah. Atari sixty four esque in the graphics, right? Yeah. But and a Tron I fell asleep in. Hmm. So I don't even know what happened. The neutron? No. I didn't the old see the neutron. Tron. The old tron. Um So I'm out on Total Recall. I think I'm in. I really liked the old Total Recall. Um I watched it several times start to finish. And I like the cast. I like I like the Brian Cranston's in it. I think he's perfect for for the um, oh, what's the guy's name? It's like Munchausen or something like that. It's like the bad guy who's I can picture him in the old one. He had like that. Yeah, I smelled a fart face all the time. Yeah. Um, now, do you Co-Hagan, think it's gonna be I think it's like like, Co-Hagan. like, and not word for word, no, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be. It's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be a little different, right? So then, why not just call it like future movie involving because then people like, will be like this is such a rip off. Of yeah, that's call. true. But so, like when when in when we were in high school, when they remade Psycho. And it was like a shot-for-shot shot right. remake or whatever. Like that's kind of interesting, at least, mm-hmm. because you're just remaking this movie. And like, Isn't um, it weird though it's Vince Vaughn? Yes. Like when you look at how Vince Vaughn's like, career has Ian gone. Dan or something? Yeah, yeah, it's real. Um, that's 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 more interesting, I think. But just to take like it's you know we're remaking Total Recall, but we're going to tweak things so that if you've seen Total Recall, you're not just like I know what's going to happen all the time, like.
1: But seeing, it's a good point. Like, in
0: seeing the preview, there were aspects of it that looked different and cool and I'm excited for. So I hope we, they're still at the two weeks part. Oh, that's key. It would break key. my heart. That's key. Um, Although now it would be like the Mission Impossible mask that he well, pulls off. At, I mean. some, in, in relation to that, we, want, we went and saw Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. And if I recall correctly, the last two songs in when we saw it on Broadway were Oh Sherry and Don't Stop Believing. Probably. I'm sure it ended with Don't Stop Believing. Right. They didn't sing Oh Sherry. Hmm. The girl's name is Sherry. It's the only reason to name her Sherry is so that they can sing Oh Sherry. I looked at the soundtrack on iTunes of the the movie and there were other songs that were missing too. There's like a Survivor ballad that's in it. um, Like The Search is Over or something maybe. Which I was like, I like that song. And I was like, oh, where's where's the song? Yeah, I feel like, and I didn't know if it was in it, but didn't make the soundtrack, but I doubt they would do that, you know. The, yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to change things, like... I wonder if they couldn't get the rights. They made the Tom Cruise. I feel like they started to... Maybe, maybe so, because... Like, they, Steve Perry's like, they, oh, no, no way. St- I'll give you the Journey song. Though. Yeah. They started to sing, like, a few bars of it and it stopped, but that's not good enough for me. Um, was it, like, a, like, cheesy... You know, my name's Sherry. He's like, oh, I love your song, you know. Oh, Sherry. She's like, no, 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 stop. No. They, it was cheesy though. Like, from the beginning, she's on a bus going from Oklahoma to L.A. And she just starts breaking into, um. Banks. <laughs> Sister Christian. And. Which so is not like the opening song. I don't think so either. Play. And, well, I guess her name is Sherry Christian. hmm uh, and then the whole bus just starts singing along with her, and it's just like, really well. That's what would have happened on the stage, though, right? But We're I right. Watch, like a couple of theater queens <laughs> <laughs> We're bent on Phil. <laughs> what I like about the stage performance is it's all like in the same area. They didn't have like massive right. changes of scenery, and I mean, obviously, live performance is always going to be better than
1: you know, yeah.
0: But I feel like that's part of when you translate. A, a musical from stage to screen. I feel like people think like, oh, we're not constrained by set. You know, right. we don't have to have every scene take place in the club. Now right. we can show them. And there were some oh, ways they did that. Like they had the two of them up by the Hollywood sign and stuff like that. But that they was did it fun. in the play, did they? I think so. Okay. I think they brought it in the play. I think they brought out like a car, and they're like sitting on the hood mm-hmm. of the car, and okay. you know, talking about their dreams or whatever. And maybe you've never been. I guess I'm the bigger theater queen. <laughs> I think I was going down on you at the time. So my face wasn't in there. Um, I'm out on Total Recall. What's okay. next? The Olympics. Mm, gosh. I got to say I'm out. And here's why. Because I'm home. Four years ago, I was traveling for work. And a buddy of mine that I was traveling with is big into the Olympics. And so we would get back to our hotel and be, like, late at night, and they were showing the Olympics because of the time difference or whatever, and we would, like, sit at the bar and have a few drinks and watch the swimming and whatnot. And it was something to do because I was on the road and, you know, I I didn't have anything better to do, basically, as in a hotel. Um, but it was never like, I really hope America wins this one, or I'm really interested in the, you know, gymnastics. I feel like we usually win. Yeah, well, Summer Summer Olympics, I feel like we usually win. Yeah, well, I, I just, I don't really care. I like, I look like looking at the medal count and being like, yeah, we're awesome. America, fuck yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, take that, Will McAvoy from the newsroom. Hmm. We are number one. We are number one. Um, in Olympics. In arcane sports. Exactly. Uh, I just don't care. And it does me because the, I watched the Channel 3 News in the morning, and the the female anchor is obsessed with, I think she's in London right now or something, like, she's obsessed with Olympics and every morning it's like, oh, here's a report on the Olympics, oh, getting ready to the Olympics. Here's where the torch is now. And they've been doing it for like three months and it's like, oh, here's blah, blah, blah and this is something peripherally tied to the Olympics and I'm like, nobody cares. Like, Move people on. People care though. It's like, the people who watch Jay Leno and Two and a Half Men so and, Middle America cares? and go to Cheesecake Factory. Fat Middle Those America cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, Do they care though? They love their, their NASCAR and their football. I think they care do. about I, think javelin they, I, think, I don't think they care about the events. I think they care about the people. And I think that's why women get into the Olympics. What's it's the because they really sell the individuals. In the conveyor- and that's what women care about when, in terms of sports. What is it, Is curling the one with the like, shuffleboard? That's winter, though. That's not going no. to be part of it. Because no. my mom's obsessed with that last time. the Olympics, It is gone. shuffleboard. It's yeah. big-sized shuffleboard. Right. Um, I'm interested in the soccer, obviously. Right, um, but in general, like whether Michael Phelps wins or doesn't win, I don't really give a shit. And they're not very interesting to watch, right? I don't think, even though they're they're shorter events. I mean, like right. a baseball game three hours versus right. a one minute, you know, right. eight hundred meter race or whatever they do. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. It, it. We'll see. We'll see where I'm at in terms of like what time they're on. That's the other thing is if mm. it's tape delayed, I'm out. Right, it, I, I cannot watch not live sports. You know, tape well, sports. Well, what did it's they just, do last time? Because I'll go on Twitter or the internet. Like I find, remember, it was live at eleven p.m. or whatever. But then, do they show like a highlights clip show I during the day? F- or I feel like last time they intentionally did not show it live and waited to show th- certain things during prime time, and you already knew what happened, and yeah. so it made it terrible. Yeah. And if that happens, then I'm out. Also, right. but I'm definitely in for certain things. Like um, what? Like soccer. Yeah. Do um, you care so, of, like, the opening ceremony type no. stuff? No, yeah. Maybe, well, I don't know. It would be in England, you know, maybe see who's there kind of thing. I don't know. Um, did Roger Moore. <laughs> the track and field, maybe some of the track and field events. I've never really watched things like Javelin. I think that might be kind of cool to see. It's one of these things that I would put on on a Saturday afternoon while I folded laundry or something. Okay. But not that I would make an appointment to... Like I'm gonna watch this, or sure. I can't wait to see this. Right. It's sort of like it's a good backgroundy thing, and or like if you're if you're past if you're in a bar or something and they have it on, and the bartender's like, "Hey, America just won the you know hammer throw," and you're like, "Oh, you know USA," but I don't care, you know. Yeah, it's good in the background. Agreed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I have one more. So I was in, out, out. What's the last one? Here's, this is random. This is something that I did have that I was planning on talking about on the road trip because um, the people that were there, I think each had unique, would maybe have unique opinions on it, but obviously Alex and Phil aren't here. Are you in or out on private school? Ooh, that's a good one. Because Phil went to private school for a lot. Yeah. And Alex, I think one of the things that inspired me was Alex had posted something on Facebook about going to, like, a private school or a public school graduation. Yes, he did. And so that kind of made me think about it, too. And um, uh, this is a hard one for me. I guess I'm out because it's not a big deal to me. And here's why. Whether your child goes to a private school. You and I went to public school. Hell yeah, we did. And... I I don't want to sound, you know, like I'm tooting my own horn, but we're fucking brilliant, right? (laughs) Okay, we were. Well, yeah, we were. (laughs) I I drink a lot. Um, I'm not convinced that we were not more brilliant back in the day than we are now. We're certainly more, like, mature and and wise then. But I'm I'm saying if, if Phil Mickelson plays at Hagen Oaks versus playing at Serrano a public course or a private course, he's still Phil Nicholson, right? He still has the same skill at golf. Right. And so that's, that's what I think is that, you know, you and I went to public school and we were in the gifted classes because we showed some aptitude early on and, and, you know, maybe we would have been much different if, if that aptitude was not recognized and we'd stayed neighborhood kids like my sister, you know, who currently wears a helmet, <laughs> Um, well, let's get back to that in a minute. Here's my thing. If, if I, if I won the lottery, you know, or, or had some big windfall or whatever, I would, I would not hesitate to send Molly to private school for elementary school and, and whatnot through the whole thing. But, or move to a neighborhood that has like a crazy good school that you could send them to or not. I guess I, I, is there a public school in Sacramento that, that. Like an elementary school? It's swing? like that good that it yeah. would best... Mariloma? <laughs> that it would best, you know, like... Wouldn't you want to send your kid to Mariloma? I don't know. But if, if, they still, if she this... was going to be in the IB, right. but, I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't they be like, this is Jacob's daughter? She's oh, like, oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> She's going to disappoint <laughs> us, too. Um, I assume Pat News was still <laughs> there. <right>? Oh. <laughs> Where else would she be? <laughs> but, But... I, I'm I'm out like just as a normal citizen because like I said, I, I think it's I think the the talent lies within the person and you know, the child and if they are given the opportunity to demonstrate aptitude or, or something then they will and they will succeed no matter what. It sounds like you're operating under the premise that private school is better than public school. I sort of am. Why is that? Because you get a, I assume you get a better class of students there and more parental involvement and, and things. Whereas public schools can be just warehousing kids that it's mandatory they attend and it's free for the parents to send them versus private school. The parents have to pony up some money and I assume some time um, and they, they, care more, and that creates, like, a better environment, I think. And I would think that then the students themselves would be better and less distractions in the classroom, you know. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, that you rarely hear of with stabbing at a private school and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, but I feel like also there are kids that have to go to private school because they've been kicked out of public schools. Really? Yeah, like, when kids get kicked out of public school, like, when Amanda went to Capital Christian or whatever... There, there were a lot of bad kids there because they got, they got. Uh, yeah, but I, kind of Christian's a lot of white trash, right? Well, I mean, you know, um, I'm saying like if I had the choice between sending Molly to Natoma's high school or Christian Brothers, I'd pick Christian Brothers. You know, how about, uh, how about Miraloma or St. Francis? Well, St. Francis girls are whores, so. <laughs> St. Francis is <on> St. Francis. <laughs> I want her to get married. How about Loretta? Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> I mean, if she was going to be in the IB, I would definitely... Say- I would send her a Miraloma without hesitation, but-, but if she was just going to be in, like, the neighborhood classes, no. I don't think I would. Interesting. hmm So you're saying for, like, the standard level that private school might be better than public, but... I, I sort of feel yeah. that way. I don't feel like it's necessarily the, the teachers or the curriculum. I just feel like it's the environment. Interesting. I mean, but, think of the... Like, going back to my golf course thing, think of the class of people you see playing at Bing Maloney or Hagan Oaks exactly. or Cordova versus the people that would play at Serrano or Pell Beach or something, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, there's I was There's but, also issues that you have with those people, too, like... Like, I feel... your Jaguar, dinged my Bentley. Well, Is I mean, she's like get, handle? Okay. You know, I mean... But there's also those... You, I think you have a lot more helicopter parents and, and mm. ish, you know, parents that are like... There's a scene in, uh, in Louie where he goes to a PTA meeting and the parents are like, Oh, we're concerned about the fatigue problem with our kids because our kids... You know, oh, they need to have more art, or they, they uh, my kid can't have, do physical education. He's he needs more time to figure out who he really is and stuff like that. And Louie's like, here's the deal: like, don't you remember being in school? School sucks. Like, that's why kids are tired. Right. <laughs> and so you're saying it's like uh, you could be the, the the best kid in the public school versus the like no, bottom of the. Well, line of I'm the not, even, I, not even level of education. I just think. That but in terms of it's like parental, a, it's parental involvement... A, it's it's a double-edged like, sword. Right. No, that's a good Because, point. I, and I've had that. I've had parents that, are, that won't show up at meetings or any of that stuff, return my phone calls, and I have parents that will email me every day, and I'm like... You give my kid an A-. minus? <laughs> how dare you that. Okay. kind of thing. So, there's, there's things to be said for, for both of those. As a public school teacher, how do you feel about it? Well, I wouldn't hesitate to send my... If I had kids to send them to public school. Um, I mean, I would want to do research and I'd want to, to know the schools and things like that, but as someone who teach, I feel like I'd be a super hypocrite to not send my kids to public schools. And it's interesting because a vast majority of the people who work with me that have kids, a lot of them will send them to our school. Now, part of that may be the the convenience of that, but it's also because of the quality of teachers. And there's some, um, couple teachers that have had to move to a different school but are keeping their kids at our school. Really? Um, and so, yeah. And then there's a couple teachers who have their kids go to private school. And I'm like, yeah, that's do You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Um, are all private schools affiliated with a church? I mean, I guess there's country I don't today. I think so. But I mean, just when I think of private schools, I think of Christian Brothers and Jesuit and, right. you know. I don't think it's a requirement, but... No, I don't think it's a requirement. Yeah. I was just trying to think of an example. Well, what's that school that Rachel's in? The Fortune School is that a private school, or is that like a charter? School? I think it's a charter. Okay. I don't really know. We don't talk. Now that, that would be considered a public school, correct? I guess you don't pay to go to, the, to go there. I don't think they do. No. So, I mean, that's another option too, right? That right. Kind of this like, the, the school right near our house. Just as long as you school. don't send your kids to Montessori and that kind of no. be, you no, know. No, no, no. No. Um. No, I mean, Rachel's going to become a teacher, and and we're hoping that she gets hired in, like, San Juan or somewhere with, like, a good... uh, with good schools. And then, yeah, like, even though that's not our neighborhood school, that perhaps Molly could go there. I... I feel like... I'm glad you said this is... It's not a private school, because I don't want to have this be about Rachel at all. Uh, I feel like the... the... A teacher who would... Oh man, I might get myself in trouble with this. I, like no one's listening. I wonder... Except Rachel. ...about the people that would teach in a private school as opposed to a public school. Why someone would teach in a private school instead of a public school? Well, for the parochial ones, I assume it's beliefs. Because okay. when I mentioned to Rachel, when Rachel was talking about I want to be a teacher and stuff, and I and I mentioned, like, oh, maybe you can get... Because her uh, cousin works for the diocese. I'm like, oh, maybe you can get a, you know, a, a private school. But she's just the... Private schools don't pay as well. So I said, okay, then. Public school is Go for it. Well, that's another part of it. Also, uh, private schools, like Matt, my friend Matt, who went down to Palm Springs to teach, Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a degree. He has no formal training in... in, Mm -hmm. He does not have a teaching credential. Right. Yet, hey, here's math class, start teaching. So they pay less... They don't require. I mean, maybe that's why it's they go there because they don't have as strict requirements for education. Right. But that's why I question the idea that education would be better at a school where they have less no. stringent requirements for their teachers. I don't think education. I didn't. I don't think education's better. I think the environment's better. Okay, is the thing. Okay. I mean, just just picture like our classrooms growing up in elementary school versus at least what our perception was of the. Neighborhood classrooms, you know. So you're right, because so much of it was who are the other kids in class, right? Like well, you and I, I, but we went to. I mean, I guess it was different. But and we were the jackass class clowns, right. the ones distracting the kids. Right. But and I mean, Zach, I'd like to think. Well, yeah, I mean, not just you <laughs> and Josh, and but but we were doing it in a clever way versus you know the burnout kids or whatever that are just being warehoused in the public schools till they're 18 and, and turned loose on the world. You know. Yeah. You know, seeing some of the things I've seen, like, I, I, it, it, I mean, it'd be scary to send my kid, if I had a kid, to send them to middle school or high school, anywhere, really. Right. Um, aside from Mira Loma, I feel like Mira Loma is still, it's totally not, probably. No. But I feel like it's the same way, I never felt unsafe in high school. Never. Not once. No, I didn't either. And I feel like that's not normal. Right. For most high school kids. But again, I feel like we, we still, we, I feel like our whole elementary, junior high and high school experience was in some sort of bubble. The bubble of RL and IB classes. I feel and that less in high school though. I, 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 mean, I feel, I don't feel like there yeah, were, I don't feel like there were groups of kids in our grade level that I didn't know. I feel like, I feel like. Oh, I think there were. If you, if you go through the yearbook, like the senior, our senior yearbook and look at the pictures, you don't. You you don't know every single person. Yeah, but I would say I interacted with or knew from afar some way, almost all of them. I'd say maybe like there's some Russian kids that I didn't know or something like that. Wife Jeff, <laughs> But but for the most part, I'm like, I'd I'm familiar with who that person I'd is. i say it's more like half. Nah, no, I don't know. Mm. You think so? Yeah. And I was not yearbook like in your book. I yeah. saw everyone's picture. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, you know, your primary friends and your secondary and tertiary, whenever you're like, oh, yeah, I had a math class with that person freshman year. I, there's a lot of kids who are like, I don't know who that was. I never saw that person. Yeah, but I recognize them. Like, I feel like if, I, if, you, if you show me their picture, I could tell you that person's name. And to me, I guess that's enough. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. I'm out on private school. Good. I like that. That's the correct answer. Oh. Well, <laughs> I passed. Okay, um, well, that's pretty good. 47 minutes. That's a podcast. That is a podcast. I'm <laughs>